Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are creating the new norm by sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have followed their dreams and made them a reality. This podcast will inspire you with the stories of real business owners and give you actionable advice to start building whatever this means for you. I'm your host, Emily Aborn. So I was just telling Mike that I was a little late on my way to get here because I was behind a construction vehicle. And what I don't understand is why they say do not follow. I get so confused. I'm like, okay, I'm behind this thing. Like, should I not, should I pull over and not be behind you anymore? I do I get off on this exit? It's probably because stuff can fall out of it. No. No, it's okay, because they my... veer off into the construction site and they don't want any uh, regular cars going into the construction oh, site. Okay. Shoot, because I, I every something time today. something says do not do it, I do it. So yeah. I usually that would... could be a problem, yes, Emily. Yes, yes. So there is no better person to ask why a construction vehicle would say do not follow than Stacy Clark, who is our guest today. And I actually met Stacy on the board of the Chamber of Commerce for the Sauhegan Valley. We were on the board of directors together. Stacy is the president and founder of the Turnstone, Turnstone Corporation, which she started in 2002. And she has led the company um, for 15 years using her skills based on integrity, trust, quality of work, and building strong relationships with her client. So today we're going to kind of ask Stacy what Turnstone is and how she started it and hear some of her thoughts on what it's like to run a company. Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I was um, working at PricewaterhouseCoopers down in Boston as a public accountant. I grew up in the construction business. My dad had five different companies when I was growing up and 250 team members, one of the largest masonry companies in all of New England. So I was very familiar with the business and how it worked and got to go in excavators and, you know, sit with him while he was working and go on job sites and just really always intrigued me. I remember being eight years old with a hammer on a roof, roofing with my grandfather, who's my mother's dad, and just always had a passion for it. But I also had a passion for numbers, which is why I was a public accountant. So... Dad was struggling a little bit with uh, what he was wanted to do next, and he had a smaller masonry company, and we just sort of talked about it. And I was coming up on my three years, which is what you need to get your um, your CPA, and we just made the decision to uh, to start the business back in two thousand two. Wow! So, how old were you then? I was twenty eight. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. That's pretty young. It is pretty yeah. young. So and is that like a year ago then? <laughs> no, no. I'm no. 44 now. Shh, you didn't have to <laughs> <Stop> say that. <laughs> you can edit it. <laughs> <laughs> I might for a small fee. So what made you have the, I guess, like aha moment that you wanted to go from fi- the world of finance to construction? Or just that was always your passion? No, it just sort of posed itself. My dad in the masonry business, his workforce was aging. He had, um, him and my mom were running the business on their own. They were getting a little bit older. It, it really happened actually at my cousin's wife's graduation, uh, where we had the discussion in it and it just, uh, it continued. 
And for me, the opportunity to come home and start a business and work uh, with my dad every day and and positively impact uh, our family uh, was a huge deal. And I, think, I always thought... I think that happens a lot. You yeah. know, like uh, the kids always go, oh, well, I don't want to do what my parents do, you know, and they wind up doing that. My son does the exact same thing I do. Yeah. And he's actually better at it than me already. So. Yeah. But he grew, like, he grew up with it, you know. He's an outlier, right. you know. He grew up in the recording studio, so it's awesome. Yeah. It's cool when that happens. So what do you remember um, about starting? Like, was it scary for you, or did you just sort of feel like it was? it came naturally? There were always challenges. There were lots of late nights, not that there aren't now, um, but I have a better team of people around me. When we first started, it was just my dad, my mom, and myself in the office, and we had, I think, four people in the field. Um, now the office is, I'm trying to think, I think we're eight or so in the office, and we're six or seven in the field now. We're doing much larger work. Uh, much more complex work. So it's changed. And tell us about like some of the projects that you do for people that might not know what Turnstone is. Sure. So we are um, a general contractor construction management firm who also does design build work. Currently, we're just finishing up the Milford Circuit Courthouse, um, which is about a four and a half million dollar project. We are doing a seven and a half to eight million dollar steam project in the city streets of Concord, New Hampshire. So, brand new steam plant and all new steam pipes throughout the city to provide heat to the state house, the state annex, and the state library. Um, we just finished the Merrimack uh, Department of Public Works building. We've done a small manufacturing uh, training facility for one of the local manufacturers. We have done some additions up at the Flume, which people might be familiar with up in the North Country. It's a great hike to go to. Yeah, that's up in the White Mountains, right? Yeah, <clears throat> it is. Yeah. Do you um, actually are you actually out there like running, dr- driving a bulldozer and stuff? Not anymore. No, <laughs> I don't know if I ever drove a bulldozer, cool. but when we first started, uh, one of the one of the really important pieces about construction businesses you really have to know how it works and how it's put together so it's got to be major logistics yeah we call it hands-on grounds up so a lot of our our team started in the field as a laborer carpenter and moved their way up into management because there's so many different things to know so it takes a long time to gain the knowledge when we first started my father did put me in the field quite a bit with with the guys I've been on a roof putting metal roofing on at two o'clock in the afternoon. And it helps you as an owner realize when the guys ask you if they can start at 4.30 in the morning on a roof yeah, that you uh, you accommodate that because <laughs> you understand how hot it is in the dead of summer. I saw someone at the bank the other day and I was like, wow, you have a nice tan. He's like, I'm in construction. <laughs> so I think I understand. Yeah. Um, so... How, okay, so I have a question for you. What's it like being a woman working in kind of like a male-dominated field? So for me, I've never looked at it that way. I really, I, I don't know. I, I love that. <laughs> you I've, love- never, I've never looked at it that way. And I think as women who look at things that way, we are our own worst enemies because we're always looking for a reason or, or we're looking for somebody to treat us differently because we're women. I look at it as though there are people in, in 
the work world that you're never going to get along with or work well with. It has nothing to do with me being a woman. It's just our personalities. Then there are people you're going to love working with. So when I first started with my dad, he had lots of relationships already. People loved working with him. So that was probably a larger challenge. But what I found is when you do your job and you do your job well, it doesn't matter. Everybody wants to work with you. You'll have to tell us what the meaning behind the name of the company is because I think it speaks to that. So, Oh, thanks. So Turnstone Corporation, Turnstone is a, a seafaring bird that leaves no stone unturned. So it, it finds its food and it survives by turning stones. So with the masonry background of my father and just leaving no stone unturned, we really uh, felt that that shows our client-centric um, ways. I love that. It's a cool name. It Thanks. is a cool yeah. name. And yeah. I love your logo. It's like a little bird. Well, funny enough, the logo was a really, really tough uh, go for us because we had a real square construction looking logo and we were in tough times and our business was just about to start to grow before the last recession. And um, I was really spending some time um, just trying to understand how to better our client base and really came down to marketing and being involved outside of just the business, um, which was really a, a hard concept for me because I felt as though if you did a good job that people would want you to work for them. But it's really True. very relationship-based and, and, um, and people, humans... Um, are very visual, and there's a reason why there is marketing, I guess. So we hired a company that came in, and they asked us 20 questions, and then they put those 20 questions out for a logo competition. It was some something that they did. Fun. And three, so we picked three and then had them modify some, and then we were down to two. The, the other logo was red and silver and black and it Big was and really it was it was really a cool logo and the bird was in the o and um we actually took a vote in the office and the younger uh generation uh, more progressive maybe um chose the the logo that we have now and some of the others who had been around for a while liked the the big manly construction, you know, right in your face. Yeah, bold, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my dad was the tying vote. And, and he went with the blue bird? He went with... Um, he is went that with, what it is, a blue it's bird? Orange? No, it's a turnstone bird. It's oh. gray. Oh, is it gray? Yeah. I haven't seen the logo. Oh, it so changes I'm just, colors, I though. That's the coolest part about the logo. Really? It's like a chameleon bird. Oh, cool. <laughs> See, I love logos. Like yeah, I buy wine too. just by the because of the label. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I love I'm, logos. I think it's important. Yeah. My dad has always been um, very supportive and progressive, and knew that we needed to make the changes, even though he wasn't comfortable with them. He he made the tiebreaker the bird that we have now because that's what um, he thought the future would be, which was what what I thought. How yeah. is it working with your family? I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I love that. I get, to, I get to work with my dad every day. Is your mom involved too? Because I met you. I know your mom. Yeah. I've met her a couple times. Yeah. She's a client of my So wife's. originally, yeah. um, and there was a lot of struggles as we were starting to grow and I was taking the business in a particular direction and 
Uh, God love her. I I respect her so much. She she stepped aside and um, removed herself from the business so that we could move in the direction that she knew was the best. It just wasn't again what she was comfortable with. That's at the cool. Time. She has more yeah. time to spend the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with my wife. Thank you. <laughs> well, and the uh, the best part about it is my mom actually got to do something for herself for her first time in her life. So. She committed her life to my dad, my dad's business, and and us girls. And she went out and re-educated herself and started a new profession after, you know, she was in her mid-50s. Awesome. So, yeah. Great. So what do you think has been one of your biggest challenges in running a business? I would say people. I would, I would really say people. I think... Um, and making payroll, making it through a tough time and, and surviving that, losing money and still being able to get up every day and go into work and and know that um, the future is going to be different. You really have to have um, conviction. Do you yeah. think it's different than how you imagined it would be? Oh, it definitely is. Tell me yeah. how. Well, I mean, I thought that, um, oh gosh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I had a great life growing up and, and I thought that I didn't think it was going to be as much work or as hard. And when you have families that rely on you to do your job and do your job well, not just your own, but 15 other families. Um, it's a lot of pressure. It's, um, I don't know if it's pressure. It's just, uh, it's a big it's responsibility. A big responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's a great answer. Um, what do you think is a strength that, that you've gained through running this business? And is it one of your, I guess, would you say one of your greatest strengths? Well, I would say, um, my positivity um, and you are way, very positive. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, the fact that I don't take no for an answer, but I don't stomp my feet about it. It's more, how can we accomplish this in a different way? Thinking or, outside the box. Just because you've told me no, doesn't mean I'm just going to go and sit in my chair. I'm going to go find somebody to say yes. So I think that that is, uh, one of my greatest strengths in, in, um, in this. And we, we tell the, tell our team that too. So don't come to me and say, can't be done. Never be done. Never. We can never do that. It's never been done before. I say, no, how are we going to do it? You tell me how we're going to get it done. Who was your very first employee? So team member, team member. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. I like that. Oh, set the term now. <laughs> It's politically correct. Okay. Get with the times. Yeah. Well, they it's not politically day. correct. It's really for me. Um, it puts every yeah. You don't have a, a boss. And it an is employee. A, it I, is I a totally team, and people don't sure. work for me. They work. They work with, with us. Yeah, yeah they yeah. really do. And, I love it. That's and great. I I believe in that um, wholeheartedly um, because without without them, there's no business. Without me, there's no business. So we have to work together. So my dad actually had um, three or four of the team 
that he had in the masonry business start here. So I was still in Boston for about a year before I came home um, after the business started. So first employee that, or team member, excuse me, that I hired. I don't remember. It's 17 years ago now. Okay, well then just yeah. choose your favorite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, what do you, what are some tools and resources? I like to know this because I'm like a tool resource geek. So what are some tools and resources that you use in your business, maybe for marketing that you heavily rely on and love? Well, I would say the tools, um, all come from the people that, that work with Turnstone. I think that's our strongest asset. And I think that's what makes us most successful. I, have relationships that have helped me grow because when you're when you're running a business, there's nobody above you to to find mentorship in. I have my dad, but it's that's a little bit different. It's not as if somebody's been the CFO of a company and you're a controller and then you're working your way towards a CFO. So I um, so I've utilized other relationships to help me grow and be a better owner. So I've done training. I've gone to classes. I've took master's courses down at Wentworth Technology um, to just continue to grow my knowledge to help us figure out how to do it best. I love that. Always learning and growing. So what is next for you if you're you know, if you're forward focused, what are some goals that you have for the company? Right now we're settling into our size. So we had a pretty, pretty sizable growth in the last three to four years. So business is doing well. Then. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we could have grown faster and bigger and that required bringing on lots of people very quickly and probably not staying with our core values and our client service in the way that we would want it, our clients to be served. So Tony, dad, and myself sat down and we actually have turned down work in the last three to four years that we really, really wanted and that we really worked hard to put ourselves in a position where they would come and ask us to do the work. So we're settling in. I don't, um, I don't want to grow too fast, and I don't want to get too big, and I don't want to lose sight of what's most important to us. It's funny. Mike's wife actually challenged me with that same kind of question the other day when I said something about the word scalable. And yeah. Being, you know, I'm using this cool buzzword that I hear everywhere. And she said basically what you said, like you have to make sure that it's not um, – impacting the integrity of what you're offering to people and straying from your values. Yeah. So I love that. That's it, big picture. It's yeah. hard though when you're self-employed, like I hate turning work down, Yeah. you know, like I'll, I'll do three ses sessions a day and it's like my wife says, you got to stop and you can't work that much, but it's so hard to turn work down. Is that why you, you don't know no if you're going to have it next month, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Is that why you have no hair, Mike? I, knew, I was trying to cut you off because I knew you can insult my hair again. I think it's awesome. Mike's bald, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say lacking. Follically challenged, yes. okay? <laughs> um, all right, Stacy. So what advice do you have for people coming behind you, not necessarily just in this industry, but um, people who want to start a business? You got to be ready to work hard 
And you got to be ready to put every hour of your day into it. And get a candle that burns at both ends because <laughs> yeah. you're going to need it. <laughs> Agreed. And you and you can't stop. That's the thing. Even though you get to a certain plateau and you've reached a place where you think you can sit back and be comfortable, I've watched other businesses um, and I always said I was never going to do that and I always need to be cautious of it and I always ask people to remind me to. So we'll see stuff and I'll say to to some of my team, I'll say, if I ever do that, sit me down and talk to me because that's not who we are and we're not going to be that way. I think that's the biggest thing because even when things are good, you still have to work in the business. You can't just leave other people to do it. My friend always tells me to rest, don't quit. And I like that. Um, okay, so tell us how we can find Turnstone and anything that we can do to help you. Sure. We are at www.turnstonecorp.com, although it's very outdated. <laughs> and that is one of my goals for the year. We also have a Facebook account, um, which I do not manage at all. So I'm not very savvy with that. I know someone who could yeah. help you with these things. <laughs> She's sitting right across from you. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we are in Milford, New Hampshire and our phone number is 603-249-9300. Thank you. And thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. This was fun. fun. Yeah, you're awesome. I think I want to oh, come thanks. work for you. All right. <laughs> Can you use a hammer? I don't know the difference between a hammer and a screwdriver. Yeah, so I go probably, figure. I'd last a day. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Stacy. You're welcome. For more information on the She Built This podcast, you can check us out online at www.shebuiltthis.org. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.